0: This episode of Business Inspires is brought to you by the village of Marble Cliff. Small village, big thinking. Find everything you need at marblecliff.org. This is Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri Village Chamber Partnership. To run a successful business, you need resources, valuable connections, and community recognition. Business Inspires will provide you with the tools, resources, and examples to inspire you to create the business you're envisioning.
1: Hello, I'm Stephanie Evans, and I'm the Executive Director of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. In today's episode of Business Inspires, I am talking with Krista and Rick Lopez, owners of three amazing restaurants, all located right here in the Tri-Village area. Lupo in Upper Arlington, and La and in the Old Spot in Grandview Heights. Thank you, Krista and Rick, and welcome to our Business Inspires podcast.
2: Thank you.
3: Thank you. It's great to be here.
1: So I want to get started by talking a little bit about the two of you, your background, and how you got where you are. So tell us a little bit about your path to becoming business owners.
3: Oh my goodness! You want so me to- it's
2: a long, sorted story.
3: <laughs> it's a uh, quite a journey. Um, well, I started in this business back in the eighties. So long ago. Uh, I was in a band (laughs) and decided to get into the restaurant business because I knew music was not the answer for me. (laughs) But I could still be creative cooking. And I actually started in Grandview Heights under Chef Hubert at uh, the Gourmet Market, uh, along with a lot of great chefs. I know Elena had worked there, along with a lot of other chefs that uh, I know from the city who have gone on to great things. And uh, so basically, I just... Had a love for the restaurant business, and uh, I met Krista. And this is a nutshell version because it could go on forever. <laughs> uh, but we were both working downtown, and I was the executive sous chef at the Weston Ho- the Weston Hotel. It was the Great Southern at the time, becoming the Weston. And uh, we decided we could do this for ourselves, and it had been a dream of mine. I was 28 years old, which uh, would make Krista 24. In uh, 1996, we got married, went on our honeymoon and came back and opened a restaurant in Shawnee Hills. It was just 28 seats um, called Crescendo Pasteria. It was up there by uh, the zoo. Um, and so then we went from there to uh, Riverside Drive in a bigger location and basically you know, started La Tavola in 1999. So it's traveled along many places, many routes. We've grown, we've learned. Um, but we just decided we had a passion for the business, and we didn't really want to work for anybody. So we just uh, kind of went out there and did it. And it's kind of been an education. We've had a lot of failures on the way, a lot a lot of successes. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a wonderful journey, don't you think?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs> it's amazing how many people you... Uh, you touch, you know, along the way, like uh, our employees who were little kids. We have a few that started with us when they were fifteen that are still working for us. Um, and as a matter of fact, last night at the restaurant at La Tavola, I was cooking, and a gentleman came in and uh, was sitting at the bar who worked for me when uh, at the river, uh, just two thousand six, two thousand seven. Um, and you don't think about that. These people come back during the holidays, and they tell you their stories, their lives, and. That's one aspect of it that, uh, you know, just really gets me and really drives me to do better. All the people, the wonderful people that work for us and the people in the community. And it's uh,
2: the customers that have stuck with us from all of our many locations I always joke and say we're like the Where's Waldo of restaurants because we've moved so many times. Like, where's La Tavola now? Where is it? Yeah, it's, it's definitely a destination. you got to find us. Seek us out. But we have such a loyal following that have followed, followed us along our whole journey from 1996 until now. We do. So it's
1: amazing.
3: I don't know why. They're crazy. No. <laughs>
2: wow. Well,
1: that's amazing. So you guys got married and then started your business like, boom. We
3: yeah, did. a month later. Wow. Complete partnership. Wow. So. And <laughs> I, knew, of I had
2: never worked yeah. in the restaurant business before. That was so. going to be
1: my next question. Yeah.
3: We're still alive and we're here, so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's worked out. That's part of my question <laughs> here, so we'll get to
1: that. <laughs> um, so what had you been doing?
2: Um, Well, I was working in retail. I have a fashion merchandising major um, and can be doing exactly further away from that than what I'm doing now. But um, yeah, I had foreseen myself like, you know, moving to Chicago, becoming a buyer, but... And I fell in love, and um,
3: I was open to moving to Chicago because there's <laughs> so many good restaurants there. But yeah, we got an opportunity to open, uh, you know, up in Shawnee Hills, and we just went with it. Yeah. Wow. Well, I knew worse.
2: that if I didn't come along on the ride, then I would probably never see him. You know.
1: Right. Restaurant I, business is hard.
2: It is. Um, so, and I was willing to, to to try it out, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, so wow. I feel like it's a gift that uh, it's, you know, some a uh, journey, a uh, career that I found that I wasn't expecting to find. Found love and a career. That sounds perfect. <laughs>
3: That's an 80s that. song by Harry. Right? <laughs> love and a career. <laughs> <laughs> by Guns N' Roses. Oh,
1: uh, no. <laughs> Theme song. <laughs> Well, I'm always curious to know how childhood dreams play out um, into the present. And um, so I want to know with each of you what you wanted to be when you grew up. And we talked a little bit just now about your your major in college yeah. and that um, music was was uh, part of your, your uh, past as well. But when you were little, what did you think you were going to be and how does that play out now?
3: Well... I'm still uh trying to figure out what I want to be I, <laughs> <You're guess. right. laughs> I think life is about evolving uh, and trying mm-hmm. different things um, you know I've always loved music and art like painting whatever and uh so it's just being able to to do the things I want that has been my goal but what you know specifically when I was little, I mean, my gosh, I remember a picture you had to draw when you were like in third or fourth grade of what I want to be. And I think I drew myself as a lawyer, but I looked more like (laughs) something out of the Godfather or something like in a pinstripe suit. But, you know, um, I couldn't imagine myself doing that. Uh, I I like working for myself. And uh, so really music was a dream. And because of it was creative, I could make the uh, transition to cooking because it's Mm -hmm. similar and uh, you know, coming up with menus and also you have an, an audience in front of you when you're cooking that mm-hmm. is not afraid to tell you if you've done a bad job, as you know, in the restaurant business and service industry, you know, it's like if you play a bad song or something, someone might boo you, you know, so right, right. it often motivates you to do better. So yeah. That's,
1: well, I think you mentioned earlier too, that, um, they're both kind of creative correct. It allows you to express your creativity. Um, which is, 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 awesome. And I also think that both music and food, um, create feelings like people are really sort of emotionally yeah. attached to oh. music and food, you know I mean? And that's what you do. And your jokes, restaurants. all my
3: memories are food memories. Like <laughs> I go back to like, you know, two years old, all oh, that was this, or, you know, my yeah. grandma did this. And I remember yeah. having, you know,
1: so, so you're creating an experience for people really yeah, building a family. Yeah. I agree. How about you Krista?
2: Well, I had, I think I went to be a veterinarian, which I loved animals so much, but then realized that I probably could never do that because I'm just too sensitive and would get so attached.
1: I think that probably happens to a lot of people because you think, I would just want to take care of animals and then you realize what it really is. Right, and, exactly. Mm,
2: yeah. Right, if I, you know, if I had lost an animal, you know, or couldn't help that animal there, that would devastate me. <laughs> so, um, you know, that, that, that was a young dream, of course. Um, plus I'm, you know... Not that uh into school that much. I wouldn't have to go through all of the schooling that it would take to become a doctor of Mm -hmm. animals. So realized that pretty early that that was not the career for me. But you know, I found fashion in um college and I really enjoyed it. But I'm I'm glad that I'm I didn't become part of the fashion world. I think that I'm it probably I probably would have found out that probably wasn't for me either, because it's so um surface, I think, the fashion industry, you know, and i I just I don't think that I would have enjoyed it, so mm-hmm. I think I am exactly where I should be.
1: Yeah, you know. and there's that creative element there too, right? And fashion and Now, food and baking, right? You're baker, right?
2: But I'm never going to get attached to my loaf of bread like I would get attached <laughs> to a dog until I eat it. <laughs> if my loaf of bread doesn't turn out, I'm fine.
1: Right, it's all good. Right. <laughs>
2: but so there there's not the attachment there that right. I would be uh, <laughs> to any of the animals. So yeah, oh,
1: that's funny. Uh, Okay. So let's circle back around to, um, the fact that you two are married and you own and work your businesses together. So, um, tell me about that. How does it work? Um, because you know, are you ever not working and, um, you know, the responsibilities and, uh, you said you're, you're still married, you're still together. So that's all good. You're you're still doing it. So it's all working. Definitely Uh, takes a
2: unique, um, relationship to be able to work together. I mean, it's, it's evolved for sure, especially when kids were involved, um, because we have two children now and we used to work together all the time, like same shifts, you know, before children. But then once, um, our two girls were born, then we kind of had to work opposite shifts so we could take turns taking care of them. So, um, that's definitely changed in our relationship. That we don't, I feel like we don't see each other as much like we never see each other actually, basically, right. <laughs> anymore. But, um, and That's why of we course, have
3: two days off together. Right. You know, yeah. that, uh, I'm always trying to write down things I want to tell her, you know. And <laughs> <clears throat> she also goes to bed early because she bakes. And, uh, I just think it's having a comfort level because we, we trust and we know each other so well and that, uh, you know, we can take off or take up where we left off with each other, um. And I mean, anybody in a restaurant will tell you that they are around uh, the people in the restaurant more than their own families. I mean, and it's probably in a lot of workplaces as well, you know, so just being able to own it, you know, and uh, and just I think it offers a little bit uh, a different benefit, you know, that we can take vacations and do things which were things we weren't able to do when we were younger, you know, was, we could never go on vacation or never shut down. Or now we have people that we can, you know, uh, watch the restaurant if we go mm-hmm. do something. You know, we're involved in the kids' lives. Well, probably her more than me. But, uh, you know, we each have a role that we fill and uh, we respect each other in it. And, you know, I think that's what works for us. So,
1: mm-hmm. Well, and I think like you were just saying, that having sort of the extended family of the restaurant, right, um, and giving you that ability to, to leave, I think that's really key when you own your own business is – is hiring the right people, right? right. Because it's your baby, oh, right? Yeah. It was and our first. You're right, right? It right. was our first. Children. And you've created this yeah. this vision and um, this experience for people, and um, now you're trusting somebody else to do it like you would do it, and that's really hard to yeah. do to find the it right is. people. Um, but what a testament to you guys, though, to have people around who who started with you when they're 15 years old and and still there however many years later, right? Right, we're super
2: lucky. I mean, now, they weren't there with us straight through. I...
3: There were some two of,
2: down, our, yeah. two of our key <laughs> players we had to fire when they were in their twenties because <laughs> they, were 20,
3: yeah. they were twenty.
2: They were twenty year old men doing twenty year old man things.
1: <laughs> yeah. So,
2: but you know, they learned from it, we learned from it, and you know, mm-hmm. we came back together again because everybody deserves a second chance. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And we knew that they had grown enough to give them that second chance. So yeah.
3: they definitely earned it. And uh, you know, we can't We can't win without great people, you know. It's just uh, we are fortunate to have them. And that sort of brings up, like, I just love working around young people, you know, and being able to influence their lives, and they influence mine. And, you know, a lot of my friends come back from high school and say, God, you look so young. And I just, I'm like, well, it's because I'm around all these young Mm -hmm. people all the time, I guess. You know, and I'm doing what I love to do. So, you know, I just... uh, to me, we I do feel very lucky. That's for sure, and I, with it's very it is earned because you know I, I believe we're also workaholics. Or, you know, it's, mm-hmm. when we have our days off, sometimes it's hard to relax. You know, because you're just always thinking you're doing something about the the job, and you have to be. It's you don't have any time off even when you're away. You know, so
1: uh, right. We always say it's hard to work on the business when you're working in the business, right? Yeah, um, and then when you have that time off, that's so little anyway, like, is that what you want to be doing? Is that what, do you want to be thinking about work and talking about work, but you kind of have to, or it doesn't get done. Right. Right.
2: And when it's your passion too, you don't mind, honestly, Mm -hmm. it's just, That's great. Always, always on your mind.
3: Yeah. So if you can incorporate that, like if you go somewhere on vacation, you go check out the best restaurants and get ideas and, you know, and still have a good relaxing vacation and, you know, it also, you know, humbles you. There's so many great things out there. And, you know, every day I learn something in this business, you know, and it's the people who think they know everything I I think are the ones that can't go any further, you know. You have to evolve, and cooking evolves, art evolves, you know. So if you don't change with the times or you don't expand yourself, then I feel like you, you know, you're, you're just stagnant, you know, and people don't appreciate you as much. So um, that's just something I think that we're good at, you know. We... We just keep uh, soaking up information and trying yeah. to take it and apply it to what we do. You know, yeah. and that's you know, that's what we've been able to do at the three locations. You know, I feel like we've offered three separate things within a couple of miles. We joke they're all on the same street, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. but like we might do a run to each place or something, you know, just right, like, right, yeah. Yeah, okay, like how many miles would that dinner? be? Would
1: it be like, what is it, Like two and, three, and a half I miles? Think,
3: yeah. 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 You know, and and it's also places I like to eat, you know, uh, because I know that we're getting everything. We may not state it all the time, but my whole career, my philosophy has been to work with local farmers because that's what real Italian cooking is. And, you know, I've had these relationships for years, and, you know, we just don't have the million-dollar spaces and menu things that we can list every farm or item. I just know that people who come to us trust that I do that already, so... You know, it's, uh, I think it's, it's just something we, we always work towards.
1: So. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, and I would just like what's going in my head right now is I hadn't really thought about the perspective that you just mentioned. Like when you're on vacation and you go out to dinner, uh, like it's a different perspective for a restaurant owner to go out to eat somewhere than it is for me. Right, right. But what a great way to approach it, you know, learning from it, or um, oh yeah, you know, just taking bits and pieces.
3: I always say we're not uh, we're we're not critics because people, oh, I don't want to cook yeah. for you if they invite us over. It's like we like people to cook for us because we cook <laughs> all the time. <laughs>
0: right. Uh, and
3: and the same thing holds true in a restaurant. We're very forgiving if there's a mistake. We understand why, mm-hmm. you know, um, because so often some you know people get upset about the little things that you don't have control over really in, uh, in the everyday, you know, experience of a restaurant, mm-hmm. and especially when it's really busy and things, you know, things happen in any business and uh, the restaurant business is one of those things that just, you know, the service industry, you're supposed to like take care of everything and, it, you know, it just gets, it, it's grinding. I mean, the people who wait tables are really, uh, give them a lot of credit, you know, because, over the years they've had to go through a lot and it's you know on a nightly basis but there's so many great people that make up for it you know so um and that's one thing that go back to what Krista was saying we have so many great uh guests that we're very fortunate for that and that's what's really kept us going all these years
1: yeah so. well you've definitely created some favorite spots you know la Tavola's closest to me, um, but it's <laughs> um, certainly been in the others as well. Um, but it, it it feels like family in there, you know, that the way you have the tables, and I mean, that, that's all very intentional. And the, the pictures on the walls, and um, I I think that's that's why we keep coming back because yeah. it feels like kind of your your family home. Well, that's
2: good. That was that was the um, our direction was for mm-hmm. it to feel like you're walking into our home and mm-hmm. and we're treating you like family. Yeah. So, and that's what La Tabla means is the family table. Yeah. So I'd yeah. say you hit the mark.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, thank you. Yeah. So I want to know, because we've already mentioned now several times, the restaurant business is really hard. Right. Um, and now you have three of them. So what are you thinking? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but nah. so I, I, I know, that, well, maybe for our listeners, you could give us a little snapshot of the timeline. You kind of did that in the beginning. um, But so with the three that are existing now, um, and then how do you know when it's time to open another one?
2: Oh, it's not time to open another one for a while.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But you open one, and then you open another, and then you open another. I know that's in a fairly short amount of time. Lettable's been around what maybe six years. Yeah, yeah. So you've added two more in that time.
2: Yeah, old spot really came out of the blue and was just just an almost like an offer we couldn't refuse you know we always loved that location and we had already had a relationship with the butcher and um it was just an opportunity we couldn't say no to and we had the staff to be able to do it you know i mean it really came it really all comes down to that this that we had the staff to be able to help us do this. Rick and I could never do three restaurants on our own. But when we got La Tavola established, which it took a good three years to reestablish our clientele here in Grandview and get it um, to the point where it was operating profitably. um, And we, um, had the a great staff at that point we brought on Todd Elder who is now the chef at Lupo um and Todd just had so much talent that we couldn't just keep him at La Tavola yeah, like he needed his he's own wizard. spot he's he is i call him the he's unicorn the best, <laughs> because he's because he's unique country, and magical and um and so you know Rick had always wanted to open a Spanish restaurant because he it, his he is part Spanish and part Italian, hence the last name Lopez. Um, <laughs> And so, and Todd had a, ta- a tapas Spanish background. He was working in Barcelona. So again, it comes down to the people, mm-hmm. you know, and then locations just open up. Sometimes it just, things just fall into place. Now, th- do they fall into place a little too close together? Maybe, you know, <laughs> would have I liked the timing to be spaced out a little bit further apart? Absolutely. But when, when the you know, opportunity an opportunity it. knocks, mm-hmm. you have to answer that door and... We're making it work, you know. I mean, we're lucky that we had um, Sam Nips, who was our daytime kitchen manager at Tavola to be able to send down to the butcher. Yeah, and to she to has the old a spot, or yeah. to the old spot. Yeah, old spot. Thank you.
3: And she's amazing. She, she is. is incredible. I mean, she, she's turned that uh, place into a, a wonderful. You know, she's taken the vision to the next level. You know, and that's what uh, I mean. She has so much talent, just as Todd does, and. And even as Tatiana, who runs the front at Lupo, she mm-hmm. does an amazing job there as well um, so like she said, the people have just that that is the key you know um because when we were asked to do the old spot, we all sat down and talked about it and you know when someone's with you and they've grown to a certain point, you just can't keep them you know um, you have to let them spread their wings, so to mm-hmm. speak and right. And each one of them, Todd and Sammy and Tatiana, you know, should all be in the positions they're in. And that was one of our visions when we had a a place called Need, you know, downtown, was that we wanted to help, you know, people who wanted to be in this business to get the chance that we never had, you know, because we had to figure out, you know, everything the hard way, Mm -hmm. you know, and through failure, through success, through, you know, just putting our – our face to the grindstone and just keep moving forward. I mean, that's what this business is about. And, you know, so I think we've offered, you know, we've been able to, you know, go quickly, you know, like it took us three or four years. Well, Lupo's, you know, a year and a half and we're, we're pretty much getting on track and now the old spot is going to be there even quicker. I believe, Mm -hmm. um, it's just a matter of getting the people to go in and taste it and, uh, and the service and everything. I mean, the openings are hard, you know, and so if you can get through the opening and come out with a clear vision of what you want to do, it's almost like spring training where the opening is, you know, things are going to go wrong, not just with your staff or the cooking or, you know, the computer's going to go down. It's going to cause a wait. There's all, there's so many factors because it's all a new organization. So I just feel like uh, not rambling here like I always do, but. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, people help us get to where we need to be.
2: Yeah, and and now that we have Brandon, who was one of the 15-year-old busers mm-hmm. that started with us back in the the beginning, um, he is like the brains behind the, all the operations. There's no okay. way we could do it without I was kind him. him. Kind
1: of he, wondering what he's he does. Up to.
2: He okay. does he's all. A puppet master. He is a puppet master. <laughs> I mean, he. Um, you know, keeps his finger on all of the books and accounting. Um, And I always joke and say we would totally be out of business without him, which we would, because, you know, we have had to go out of business, we had to close La Tavola and Riverside back in 2009. And that was hard and devastating. Mm -hmm. And um, we learned a lot of lessons there and realized that, You know, Rick and I are not the best at numbers and all that important stuff. And luckily he is. So, um, yeah, I mean, we couldn't do it without all
1: these people. I think that's one of the hardest parts of of opening a business. I mean, you open it because you're passionate about it and you love what you're producing, but you don't necessarily have the whole skill set to take in all of the the financial aspects of it or even the management of it or, or whatever pieces. that a business requires you you don't necessarily have all those things right um so yeah you have to surround yourself with the people that can can help with that exactly well you guys have created an amazing foundation at la tavola to be able to pull from that to fill your other or or at least the leadership roles in other restaurants then yeah
3: oh yeah uh as a matter of fact now dylan allen who was uh The sous chef, he's worked with Todd at Barcelona and then he worked at La Tavola a little bit. Then he's been at Lupo this whole time. He's taking over La Tavola for me. So... I can go to Lupo and be at Old Spot, and I'm at Latavola one night a week, so I can sort of see the operation of all three. This was the uh, goal originally when we opened yeah. Old Spot, but there's been so many things that affected it that only now I'm able to do this. That's you know, there's so many unknowns. Yeah, you can't just you know drop everything and go manage the others. You got to take care of each. You know, especially the home base, you know, Latavla.
2: Right. Right. Sure it doesn't so, suffer. Right. You
1: know. Well again, it kind of comes back to being able to, to leave, right? Mm-hmm. Feeling right. like you can leave. The, right. the fact that you can even take a vacation, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is an amazing feat, right? Yeah. Um, but but that's really awesome. And and also I think that um having those other restaurants, it sounds like it's enabled you to to in a way sort of promote from within. Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. Right. So to to grow the the responsibilities of the folks that you've you've had at La Tavola for so long. Oh, yeah,
3: definitely. Yeah, it's, yeah.
1: It's definitely that's really helped. great. Um, so is there, is there anything you do differently if you were going to do it all over again?
3: We'd move to Chicago and have her be in the fashion <laughs> industry. No, fashion now merchandising.
1: Yeah. <laughs> working at the merchandise mart. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, yeah, I don't think our marriage would have survived. Like, I, you know, I could not imagine us living totally separate lives like that, yeah. you know, Um.
3: No, I mean, every day I'd probably do something different. So I just do what I do and don't regret anything. But yeah. like try and learn from it and then make adjustments along the way. But I can't say there's been, you know,
2: I mean, there's been mistakes that have been made that yeah. seemed so devastating at the time. Like, when we had to close our restaurant, pile bankruptcy, we lost our house. It was hard. But, yeah.
3: um, but we're work I, courses. But, so. I, you
2: know, like, we learned so much from that experience, and we ended up where we wanted. We were living out in southern Delaware, which was gorgeous. It was a wonderful life. But, you know, I knew I was going to live in Grandview. We are living in Grandview now. And we got there in a really different route than most people would have taken, you know, but... And we had um, opened a
3: restaurant, you know, under a year after we went bankrupt and lost La Now, you know, maybe that location wasn't the best. And yeah. that's that's sort of what we loved, our our restaurant <laughs> okay. idea. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think it works in the old spot. It's similar to need in some ways, but so different in the ways that, you know, so that's probably one thing I regret would be the location for need but <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs>
2: you know. but we yeah. learned so much from that oh you know? yes
3: we did Definitely. i
2: mean yeah you can't regret a lesson learned no
3: well,
1: i think know? the important thing is yeah you you figure out what went wrong or you pull your bootstraps we, on and you pick yourself up and and you keep going right. and you figure it out
3: and we got james and brandon back that's true need, so we wouldn't <laughs> have them back who are. Both the 15-year-old yeah. busser, <laughs> okay. they know who they are.
2: <laughs> they do more
3: than just work with us. You know, they do so much more that I can yeah. even list right now. I'm yeah. grateful to both of them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely. Well, I happen to know them too, and I would agree. With yeah, them. I think mean, they're great. Um, so, do you guys have any advice for someone, or perhaps a couple, who are thinking about starting a business together?
3: Uh, yes, I mean you really have to evaluate your relationship and know that it will survive. Like, I don't think you should do it right away without, you know, it's sort of like, you have to know how strong you are as a couple, I think. Um, And there's no really way to prepare for that. You know, I mean, it's just like life. Everything is uh, uncertain, you know, and things happen. And if you truly love each other and want to be with each other and your careers like Krista said maybe if your lives are so separate that you're not even involved in each other's lives and that will tear your relationship up as well so maybe it is something that you should be working together if you have that sort of closeness and uh, you know I mean we went through ups and downs and we still do it's life it's you know it's how human beings are but uh, you know I couldn't uh, do anything without her She's, she's the greatest so It really has to come from within but uh, I'd have to say also you know look at the business itself Um, I know so many people get into the restaurant business thinking it's all glamorous and stuff and I couldn't be you know farther from the truth you have to work harder than you've ever worked in your life to make it succeed you have to be able to be a plumber you know you have to be able to wash dishes people call off like it's it's hard work but you know Anything that's worth anything, I believe, is hard work, and it's a matter of how much you want it. And I think we both wanted this to succeed, so we've overcome obstacles. And if you're a couple that can do that, then, you know, go for it. You're stronger together than mm-hmm. you are farther apart. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know.
2: We always tried, especially in the beginning when we were working together all the time, um, to leave whatever happened at work at work, you know, and try to have a, a little different relationship when we get home, you know? Right. Um, I mean, were we 100% successful about that all the time? No. Did we bring some work fights home? Yeah. But, again, that's human nature. But, yeah, you you know, even though you, are, you do it together, like, it is two separate relationships. So you have to remember that, too, you know, that... Um, there's your work relationship and then there's your home life relationship. So it's easier now, uh, I would say for sure. But, um, yeah.
1: Well, you're not spending so much time together. Right. Exactly. Right. But yeah, yeah. What I mean, happens at work you kind of stays at work. Yeah. You, you flip flop from, yeah. from spending it's, all, right. like almost all your waking hours together to now just sort of crossing paths because of the, right. the tag, shift and schedule. It in schedule. Yeah.
3: yeah it was we okay. had a joke it when makes, we were at need that we were like a tag team. Cause I would mm-hmm. work, Basically all night long, you know, because the kitchen was so small, I'd start prepping these 19 hour days and I'd walk home and right as I get in, she'd be getting up to go in and bake. You know, it was like, and we a couple of times literally yeah. like high five each other. Yeah. Like, you know, both things are a hard, phase. right? Yeah. I mean,
1: it's hard to spend every waking hour together oh, I and mean, yeah. it's hard to just pass each other and, and high-five on the way out, like, because that's, then you're hardly ever together. I mean, it's right. hard both ways. That's why
3: you get that notebook and you write, okay, I wanted to say <laughs> to Krista this. What was that one? It might be the dumbest thing. And then I'll oh, say it to her. She's like, okay. Yeah. Right. What was you had to write that down? like three days ago? You know? <laughs> you know, yeah, it made so. all the
1: sense in the world when I wrote it down.
2: But I hope right. she
3: just knew that I was thinking about her. Yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, all relationships evolve and I know, you know, once we get older, I look forward to for us to be able to spend more time again together. In retirement, which almost seems like a joke that we would actually like retire.
3: Retired, yeah. I was tired yesterday. I'm tired yeah. today. Retired. Who yeah. 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 yeah.
2: cut that one?
3: <laughs> um, well, he'll be cutting a lot. I'm <laughs> sure, so. Um,
1: okay, so my last question for you guys is: at the end of the day or at the end of the week, what keeps you going? Family. Yeah, for sure.
2: I mean, and that's not just our biological family, which, you know, we're lucky to have not just our restaurant family, which is so important to us, but we've got great family that has always supported us. Like my sister used to work in the restaurant with us. She, had she ever worked that's in the restaurant with she met her before? husband, which is yeah. a friend of
3: mine from high school. So. Right,
2: exactly. Um, then they've always supported us, you know, whether it be – Financially, if they could, which, you know, I mean, they did as much as they could for us, you know, but um, emotionally and everything.
3: I remember the first night we opened our restaurant, our first restaurant, Crescendo Pastoria, It was up in Shawnee Hills. And that night there was a power outage, but it didn't affect the restaurant. So and we had taken over a, a pizza place their phone number and everything so actually our first <laughs> night turned into this crazy busy night where it was me and Krista oh and this gosh. other guy were the only ones there small 28 seat restaurant but her family uh her cousin came in every you know they all came in they ended up doing dishes and working in the yeah, restaurant without them deck. we would have been like completely under the bus and it was a sort of uh well complete baptism by fire but yeah. and also You know, sort of like uh, an understanding that we'd always have family, you know, they'd be there for us. Even if we didn't ask them, you know, they'd be there to support us. And, you know, that totally has been true, you know, throughout our experience. Yeah.
2: So our family and then our restaurant family, you know, because I never want to let our restaurant family down either, you know, because this is their Mm -hmm. livelihood as well. You know, so if we don't succeed, they don't succeed. And I think, and they feel that too. So it's it's really like an all for one, one for all relationship that we have with all of, all of them. And I think that's, you know, how we will be successful is because of the family.
3: And I also feel it's because we like to treat people like we be treated. You know, I mean, you get that business line where some things have to cross, but you know, we understand how quick people can go, especially today. There's like maybe a hundred times more restaurants than when we started, you know, so there's a lot of jobs out there. But, uh, so the only, the way we see of keeping good people is just to treat them like human beings. And, you know, it's a life and we, you know, we're going to see you more than our families or at least as much. (laughs) So, you know, we all have a good time. And then when it's time to get down to business, we all know how to do that. And I think, uh, that's another thing of why we're so fortunate, you know, this our relationship with our, you know, our employees like Krista says. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's probably clear, at least it is to me, that your employees feel that, right? And and it's it's really special to have um, employees who who treat the business as if it were their own. I mean you're you're treating your employees as if they're your own family and in turn they're treating your restaurants like it's they're right. Right. Like right. they care exactly. about the business. Yeah. And I think that's a really special relationship. So oh, yeah.
0: Super Congratulations fortunate. to you
1: guys. Well, that's really thank you so awesome. much. Before we go, okay. um, I just want to give a quick rundown of where our listeners can find you. I feel like everybody should already know, but just <laughs> to be safe, um, run down um, whatever kind of contact information you'd like to share.
3: Okay. Well, Lupo is on 2124 Arlington Avenue. Um, they're all like the emails are, are, the websites, which, uh, I'm thinking about the emails. If you want to email mm-hmm. us, they're all like uh, Lupo on Arlington, La Tavola on first and old spot on first. Um, so then La Tavola is 1664 West first Avenue and old spot is 1099 West first Avenue. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, the phone numbers, I'd have to check.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the right? phone
1: numbers. Google on. Right. Well, the truth is, it is all one road. If you started at right. a spot down first, right, and mm-hmm. just went up, you passed, and, and then went up <laughs> to the curve, first turns into mm-hmm. Arlington mm-hmm. Avenue there, yeah, right. so you could do right. a little tour.
3: We're uh, we're working on the, the websites. Um, they're pretty much done, so uh, we have a few more things to add to a couple of them, but you know you can always go there and, and find us and uh, you know we have a lot of blackboard menus, so it's good to go there so you know what's going on that evening.
2: Yeah. right. yeah, follow us on Instagram and um, Facebook. You'll see all the specials every single night and lovely pictures and of all of our employees too.
3: And so. also if uh, you know we have our this will be our fourth or fifth annual Black Friday wine shop pop up you know at Latavola. So the day after Thanksgiving, you know, we, we offer wine for a state minimum, you know, so you can get some holiday cases and stuff. It's a real great nice. event. Uh, we have some food and things. and
2: We'll have all the bottles open for tasting. Yeah, you can taste, so. you can taste
3: everything you buy. So Bring some
2: holiday cheer exactly. to you. Exactly. It's a great
3: way to, <laughs> to move into the holidays here. You know, awesome. So.
1: Good to know. Well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Rick and Krista Lopez, congratulations, and best wishes for continued success. Thanks for having
0: us. We we had a great time. Yes,
1: thank
0: you. Thanks for subscribing, downloading, and listening to Business Inspires, a monthly podcast of the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. Our innovative and active chamber is successful because of our smart and engaged members who cultivate our strong business community. With more than 60 years as an integral part of the Grandview, Upper Arlington, and Marble Cliff communities, the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership is dedicated to a single purpose, the success of the business community. You can find a link to our website in the podcast notes to learn more about the Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. For information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast, our contact information is in the podcast notes. Make sure you rate and review our podcast on iTunes. That helps us spread the word about Business Inspires.